you stick to your word. So if your client reaches out to you at 5.01, 5.02 p.m. or 5.30 or 10 p.m. that you do not respond because you need to be true to what you just said. Otherwise, if you do respond to them and you do help them with whatever it is that they need, they're gonna know that it is okay for them to reach out to you even after five because you're not holding up to your values. Welcome to Minding Bliss, the podcast where we embark on a journey to unlock the incredible potential of your mindset. Join me as I dive deep into the profound impact your mindset has on your path as a mompreneur. I'm your host, Jessica, a passionate and dedicated mindset and habits coach, and I am here to guide you on a transformative path where your mindset, habits, and goals merge to help you create a blissful life. Each week, we'll explore powerful strategies, inspiring stories, and expert insights to help you conquer your mindset overcome obstacles, and thrive in both your business and motherhood. Whether you're a mompreneur juggling all the demands of family and entrepreneurship or seeking personal growth, this is the place for you. Get ready to transform your mindset, find the motivation that you need, and take action to create the results that you want. So grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and let's get started on this incredible journey together. Welcome to Minding Bliss. Hey, mama. Coming at you again from my room and underneath my blanket. I know it's summer and it's hot, but hey, I have the AC on, so it's kind of cool in here, which is nice, which is nice. If you did not catch my episode, the one that I did with my husband back in May, we start the episode talking about that we're recording underneath a blanket and we were drenched in sweat. I know it sounds really gross, but you know what? We're married. It's all good. And so I've actually continued to record my episodes underneath my blanket, the ones where it's just me. And then when my husband comes along, we're going to be underneath the blanket again. But you know what? It sounds better. I don't have a recording studio yet. I will someday and I won't need to be drenched in sweat. So, okay. Yes, I'm probably exaggerating, but you get the idea. So anywho, today I'm going to explore a crucial aspect of navigating the demanding worlds of business and motherhood. So in other words, I want to be talking about setting boundaries. Correct me if I'm wrong. But as mompreneurs, we often find ourselves juggling multiple roles and responsibilities. We really just wear all the hats all the time. So it's really easy to get caught up in the hustle and the grind and forget to prioritize our own well-being. So setting boundaries becomes essential to maintain our sanity, to protect our time, our energy, and to really just create a sustainable lifestyle that allows us to thrive. Let's put it this way. Boundaries act as a safeguard. They help us see where we're spending our time. Are we making time for self-care, for family, for our business, for our hobbies without feeling overwhelmed or burnt out? They really just allow us to be our best selves. Sometimes we may see boundaries as we're being rude or we're being mean or maybe disrespectful, but it's actually none of those. It's really all a mindset game. Boundaries actually help us have open communication. So there's understanding in both your end and the other person's end. So now let's dive into how to set effective boundaries as mompreneurs. 
In order to set effective boundaries, we must first identify our needs and our priorities. So mama, I want you to take a moment to reflect on what areas of your life require more attention at this time and where you feel stretched thin. Is it finding time for self-care, carving out quality moments, one-on-one time with your family, with your children, or maybe setting boundaries around your business hours? Acknowledging these areas will guide you in establishing boundaries that align with your values. As I mentioned, communicating our boundaries effectively is key to ensuring they're respected by others. So now I want to give practical strategies and examples to help you communicate your boundaries with grace and confidence, but also being very bold and assertive. From learning to say no when necessary to setting clear expectations with your clients, your loved ones, and even with yourself. Because effective communication lays the foundation for maintaining your sanity and finding overall harmony in your roles as a mompreneur. So now let's jump into different scenarios, different examples that I want to give you. I want to start out with setting business hours. Now, in order to establish again, and I'm going to emphasize this over and over again as many times as I need to, but in order to establish boundaries, you need to know what you value. You need to know what's important in your life at this very moment. Because once you know what's important to you, once you know what you value, then it's going to be much easier to know where you can set boundaries. So for example, mama, if you're going to be working with a client, make sure that I always recommend that you have a contract where you're able to emphasize what your boundaries are. However, not only with the contract, but that you also verbalize this because let's be real. How many people actually read a contract from the very top to the very bottom? Not a lot of people, even though we all should and read the small print. However, since a lot of us don't and just expect and just assume that they don't read everything word for word because I've experienced this myself with clients where they didn't read the contract that I had set for them and then I had to be bold and I had to verbalize what my boundaries were, which is why I'm saying right now and I've learned from that experience is not only have it written down in the contract, but also verbalize it to them. So for example, let's say that your business hours are from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay, let's just, I'm just going to throw this example out there. Okay, you can say something like, I've established my business hours from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. During this time, you can contact me. I'm going to be working on your specific tasks, just depending on what your business obviously is or what you're providing, what your services are. So if you have any questions that are not urgent, please make sure that you reach out during my business hours, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you try to reach me anytime after 5 p.m. or during the weekend, just know that I will not respond to you until the next day at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Now, you need to decide that if there is something urgent that your client needs, then you have to let them know like, hey, if it's urgent, you can definitely reach out to me and I will get back to you as soon as I can. That is something that, again, you'll need to decide. You'll need to figure out yourself and you may need to maybe be a little bit more lenient with that client, just depending on the situation. So again, this is something that you you would have to go through with your client, but you do need to let them know very boldly, hey, I'm available from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, not during the weekends. If you reach out to me after five, just know I will get back to you the next day at nine in the morning or whatever time you set. And now here is the most important part, and that is that you stick to your word. So if your client reaches out to you at 5.01, 5.02 p.m. or 5.30 or 10 p.m. that you do not respond, 
because you need to be true to what you just said. Otherwise, if you do respond to them and you do help them with whatever it is that they need, they're going to know that it is okay for them to reach out to you even after five because you're not holding up to your values. So again, if there is an emergency, this is different. But again, let's just remember that if it's an emergency, I don't know, I guess in my mind, I'm just like, what type of emergency is this? Like, I'm pretty sure we're both going to be okay. This is, you know, if you're doing, for example, social media management, or if you're a virtual assistant, or if you're a coach, most of the time, there's not going to be something so urgent that you're going to have to get back to them at midnight okay but again you figure that out with your client so overall just remember mama that you have to stick to your word do not give in do not be okay with responding to them and giving them what they want even after you told them that you wouldn't be available during that time did you know that 90 percent of women suffer from feelings of inadequacy and self-doubt not surprisingly imposter syndrome is on the rise after the pandemic and the constant effect of social media where everyone is showing their highlight reel, women, specifically mompreneurs, are feeling less and less empowered, confident, and qualified. After experiencing this myself to the degree that my confidence and growth were derailed, I tried, I failed, I tried again, researched, and implemented several skills and mindset shifts that transformed my life and mindset in ways that wouldn't be possible if imposter syndrome continued. While imposter syndrome cannot be overcome per perfectly and forever, the five tools I compiled are sure to help you recognize the red flags of imposter syndrome before it settles. These tools will also help you know how to get out of it, help you feel empowered and confident in your abilities to perform your passion with conviction, and no longer procrastinate and postpone achieving your growth and goals. You can now sign up to get instant access to my top five tools to overcome imposter syndrome with a special bonus included to help you personally feel empowered and confident once again in your endeavors as a mompreneur. Sign up today by adding your name and email when you click on the link in my show notes and be ready to see that 90% statistic go down. Now, I want to give an example of self-care time. Now, of course, this may look a little bit different because if your children are really young, like mine, mine is just one, one year old, he's not going to understand any boundaries. There are no boundaries, okay, with babies. So this is when your children are a little bit older and they're able to understand boundaries, right, as well as your spouse. So you can say something along the lines of, I prioritize my self-care because, and you have to explain why self-care is so important to you. And say, every evening from let's say 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. this is my dedicated me time during this hour I am not available so talk to your dad okay <laughs> something along those lines because as your children are growing up and as they see that you take care of yourself they're going to value and they're going to see how important me time is I understand that children are influenced by so many things you know the tv social media uh, friends school but I will say this parents are the most influential people in their lives so if they if they see you model that you take care of yourself that you take care of your body of your mind they are going to do the same they're going to look up to you and they're going to respect the fact that you respect yourself 
Now, I want to talk to you, Mama, who you're very much like me in the sense of that we have a baby and that we don't have older kids and they don't understand what me time is or any boundaries whatsoever. This is when a support system comes into play. Support system can be your spouse, your partner, your parents, your sister, your neighbor, whoever it is that you trust with your child. So in my situation, obviously this is my husband and my parents. So whenever I have self-care time, me time, I let my parents or I let my spouse, my husband know this is important to me. I need this me time. So can you please help me with baby, with my little bubs during this time? Now, if there's an emergency, obviously that's another story, but please don't interrupt me during the, during this time. And again, explain your why, why it's so important for you to have self-care. For me, I will say this, when I take care of myself, I am a better wife, I am a better mom, I'm able to handle stressful situations much better than if I wasn't taking care of myself because I have the tools that I need when sometimes crazy situations arise. Okay, now I want to give one last example. And the reason when I share this specific example is because I've gotten this question asked so many times of what do you do when a client asks you to do something, but it is not in the contract? So this could be more of like a service-based business. For example, you're a virtual assistant or you are a social media manager or you are a business strategist or I think it honestly, it applies to most businesses, online, online businesses. And that is, again, you have to figure out what you value. What are you able to take on? So if client says, hey, I need you to help me out with X, Y, and Z. And let's say that was not part of the contract. You first need to figure out, are you willing to take on that task. Can you execute it properly and successfully? And also, do you have the time? Do you have the bandwidth to do it? If you want to do it, if you know how to, and if you have the time for it, then by all means, go for it. Now, let's say that you do not want to or that you don't have the time for it. You don't want to make the time for it. You can kindly say, no, um, you know, this was, well, you're not going to say it like that. Okay. But if you were to, you were to get back to them and just say like, Hey, um, Sarah, so it looks like you want me to do X, Y, and Z. So this is actually not part of the contract. And this is not something that I'm skilled at. This is not something that I can help you with. However, I can refer you to this person who is able to help you with this project. Now, if you do want to take on this project, but it is not part of the contract, you can say something along the lines of, so, hey, Sarah, I know that you want me to help you with X, Y, and Z. I would absolutely love to help you with this. But since it's not part of the contract, let's go ahead and revise the contract. I will go ahead and add it. I will send you a new invoice and we can move forward with that. So that way, Sarah knows, meaning your client knows, I just gave this person this name, right? Now, Sarah understands that if she wants to add anything else, that it is not part of the contract, that the contract one will need to be revised and a new invoice will be sent to her. She'll also understand that she can't just ask you to do anything that she wants. In fact, before she asks you, she's probably going to go back and look at the contract and see what was in the contract, which is what we want, right? Because... That's where your boundaries are at. But then again, you as the entrepreneur that you are will re-emphasize those boundaries as many times as you need to in a very kind and respectful way. 
Now, these three examples that I gave, I know that they're very different depending on the stage and season of life that you're in, as well as in your business as a mother and so forth. But I hope that you're able to see how you can phrase things, how you can say it in a kind and very respectful yet very assertive way so that you let the other person know, hey, these are my boundaries and I'm sticking to them because I know what I value. And I can almost guarantee you that they will be more respectful towards you because they know what you stand for. Now, if they don't, then they're not your ideal clients. Now, when it comes to family, for example, your children, right, or your spouse, and they're not understanding your boundaries, it's okay. It takes time. Let's just be patient and let's continue helping each other out. It's all about practice and being consistent and staying true to your word. Remember, mama, setting boundaries is not mean. It's not rude. It's not disrespectful or selfish. In fact, they are essential for your well-being and for your success as a mompreneur. When you're clear on your boundaries and you communicate them effectively, then you are taking charge of your own life and you're creating a beautiful balance between your role as a mother and as an entrepreneur. Again, the key to setting boundaries is first knowing what you value. Again, once you know that, then setting boundaries will be so much easier because then you will know what you stand for and what you don't. Then what may sometimes feel tricky is just communicating them. However, the more you do it, the better you will get. It takes practice. I'm not gonna lie, it's